This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. It's Saturday, 25 November in the year of our Lord, 2023. It is, what is it, Small entre- small Business Saturday throughout the country, uh, Entrepreneur Saturday. I want to thank everybody that was on our Black Friday special, all the entrepreneurs, and not just support the show, but to give the amazing stories they did. And I hope you guys were inspired. I hope you were inspired, uh, particularly if you got a side gig or something that you want to do entrepreneurially. And many of these things you can start off while you keep your, your regular job. I hope you were inspired. And the feedback we've gotten, I want to have a lot more um, shows like that, programs like that, where we try to inspire people and give them insights, all the great people that we get to know and, and work with. So today is the is the Small Business Entrepreneur uh, Saturday. What, what I want to do today is to um, – I gave a speech I've talked to you guys about a couple of weeks ago in um, Pinehurst, North Carolina, and uh, I laid out, really kind of looked down range, what's ahead for us, what's a, what does victory mean, and, and kind of what's for head, uh, ahead for us. I want to break that down today uh, and, and make sure that uh, you can understand my thinking in back of this. Uh, we haven't had a chance to play speech. It was a slight audio problem. In the room, it was fine, but there was a slight audio problem I think we had in post- and, of course, the great team at Real America's Voice, the Denver operation. I always want to thank uh, the Denver folks because they do such a great job. We're very demanding and, you know, I want to shift times around. And, of course, we're, we're six days a week and they're always there for us on the specials that we do. And they're always there for us on the uh, on the Saturday show. Uh, Mo is going to be my uh, wingman for the next couple of hours. Mo, uh, there's not a better way to start uh, to kick off than a Warpath coffee. You know, I do my uh, I do my field of greens early in the morning and then I get then I get a, a pot of the Warpath going Warpath dot coffee. It uh, as you know, I get a little jacked up on it. <laughs> sometimes that's a positive And sometimes you're saying, hey, dad, it's too much. Um, talk to me about you. You were going to come with us to to uh, North Carolina, but waved off at the, at the last second because we had some other stuff that we had to have you attend to. You know, we we had on the show the other day the Morning Joe crowd talking about under 35-year-olds, under 30s. The polling all shows it's shifting rapidly away from um, rapidly away from uh, uh, Biden to really Trump. And I keep using this concept of Russian serfs and, and, and you know, you don't your generation doesn't own anything and they're not going to own anything. What's your what's your sense? You know, we're getting ready for AmFest. We're getting ready for all these kind of. Uh, conferences. We're going to be at the uh, New York Young Republicans. We always do these annual kind of get-togethers, make sure we can network as much as possible and also tell people thank you for all the efforts they've done in the year. What's your take right now? When you see polling of under 30 and 35-year-olds that now are waking up, at least turning off 
a little bit of the propaganda they've been getting from the Biden regime, but also kind of waking up to what MAGA really represents. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? I think that they, like you said, are finally waking up and realize that if they continue to vote left, because a lot of my generation and Gen Z, you know, we see them voting towards the left and they're waking up because they realize if they continue to vote that way, like you said, they're not going to own anything. You're going to be Russian serfs. You're not going to own a house. You're not going to be able to buy a car, things of that nature that that we growing up wanted to do. You want to own your own car. You want to own your own house. And we're seeing that, you know, under the Biden regime, you, you can't really do that with the inflation the way it is and everything else. So that's why I feel like a lot of my generation are waking up and opening their eyes to see this and to see that MAGA represents that you will be able to do that. Do you think this is a rejection kind of of this, the build back better, the kind of the great reset where the build back better with the propaganda was uh, you're not going to own anything and you're going to be happy? Do you get a sense that people are waking up to the fact that that's really living like a surf and they don't want to live like that? I think they are. And they realize that if they continue to vote that way, that it will continue to be that way and it will only get worse. So their eyes are being open up to the fact that the MAGA movement, you can have that possibility and all those things that under this regime you wouldn't be able to have. Okay, let's play the first. I want to play the first cut. We've broken this down into about five or six sections. I want to, and I'm going to do commentary and analysis after each one. Let's go ahead and play the first cut if we could, Denver. If we're going to make it, and trust me, the over and under on that is still a big question. When I say make it, bequeath the future generations the same republic that was between the us. The odds can look pretty long. Month of September, the government took three extra weeks to tell us the number for the fiscal year. Remember, fiscal year ends September 30th. We know why. They lied about the accounts, they lied about the deficit. But most importantly, only Goldman Sachs in their research department brought this up or was able to break down the numbers. 600 billion dollars of new debt in the 30 days of September. We are already, when people say 33 trillion dollars in debt, don't say 33 trillion. We're at 33 trillion 600 billion right now. We will be at, four, we will be at 34 trillion before the month of November's up. We are increasing debt right now 20 billion dollars a day. How do beat that 20 billion dollars a day? Eight Hundred million dollars an hour. Eight hundred million. Drop in tax revenue, increase spending. We have a crisis of economics and capital markets we've never had before. No nation on earth has ever had this. Ever. At the same time, this great state, and it's this state and this county and you that are going to have to lead us out of it. And this is not some highfalutin, oh, you got to lead us out of it. I mean, you're going to have to grind this out. And if you individually don't grind it out, we're not going to have a republic state of North Carolina, one of our greatest states with some of the best research, 
education, the universities, world-renowned, population just over 10 million, right? A lot of that's come in the last couple of decades. Illegal alien invaders in our country today are a minimum of 10 million that are coming in on Biden's watch. The federal government tells us they're paying for 5.7 million. The other number they thought was eight, but it's probably 10. The size of the state of South Carolina, all of them have to be removed. As I speak right now in Gaza, I said Gaza is the Dresden of the Levant. There's a bombing campaign on there that says as bad as in all of Iraq. We shot it all in 2003. At the same time, we've now deployed another thousand troops, and we're now we have fighter aircraft attacking Persian positions. At the same time, that a Chinese destroyer flotilla is in the Persian Gulf. We have three converging crises that are converging right now. And everybody talks about 24. We got a 24. You got the Keebler Elves going to go down to Miami. The Keebler Elves going to go down there and talk, and nobody cares. Nobody cares because their nomenclature does not address what, where the nation is and what the crisis is. Think about it for a second. We are in a situation with this spending that is not just out of control. You have to think about the mindset. He sat in the Oval Office a week ago to address the nation on the beginning of the Third World War. If you watch Oru, you know it's been for the last couple of years. And what did he talk about? A hundred billion dollar supplemental. When we have an eight hundred eighty billion dollar defense bill, that's not even the inside driving yet. Guys, another hundred billion dollars, including sixty billion for the pet project, the money laundering operation in Ukraine. Of what we've already spent, $113 billion, and including half of that is to pay for the most corrupt government on the face of the earth, the Ukraine government. I don't say that, that's every group that monitors government. Their pension funds and, and the salaries, their health care and their pension fund. When people in this state that break their back in labor, and send their kids over these foreign battlefields, don't have health care, and don't have pensions. This is a crisis that countries never had before. Let's project it out. Let's say we take the House in 2024 and we win the presidency. Donald Trump comes back. Talk to me about January of 2025. Well, hold it for a second. That's great. Trump is fantastic. I've been with you from the beginning. And including the darkest days is when he went down to Mar-a-Lago on the 20th of January 2021. When nobody had his back. And if he had not come back from that, like Cincinnati, from the plow in the Roman Republic, none of this stuff would have happened to him. There wouldn't be any indictments. There wouldn't be any charges. There wouldn't be 700 years of federal prison. 700 years? For a man who did what? Save this country? And stop the Clinton regime 700 years, and now they're out there going to destroy and liquidate his, 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 his company. We can't put this burden on Trump, we can't put this burden on Mike Johnson. And here's the best news we got it's what's happened in the last couple of days. It's you, it's all of you. This is what populism is. Populism is I'm going to step forward. 
And I'm not going to wait to some elected leader, this cult of these elected leaders. Oh, is it going to be Chris Christie? going to be Nikki Haley? Is it going to be Ron DeSantis? Who cares? It's you. That's the only thing that's going to say. Okay, uh, that was the introduction to the speech of the three converging crises. What I'm trying to lay out here is just not the major themes of 2024, the signal, not the noise, the, the really the foundational elements of this fourth turning. But to talk about and say, hey, let's let's think downrange. Let's project downrange of what we have to do in action to actually solve this. The three converging crises being the debt crisis driven by massive federal spending. Also, the inability to uh, actually put forward that you're a sovereign nation, the inability to, uh, to protect your border and your sovereignty to the fact that there's now eight to 10 million uh, illegal alien invaders in the country. And that's going to have to be dealt with. It exacerbates the financial crisis, but it's also it's also destructive to the country overall, totally destructive to the country. And the last is the geopolitical crisis, which they continue to use as a money laundering operation, where they continue to point you to Ukraine, not the southern border of your country, but to Ukraine. And really not to what the real thesis is of what's happening in Israel and Gaza, which is a, uh, a global jihad of Sharia supremacists that are underwritten by the Chinese Communist Party. The Persians, the Turks, now they're doing the debt swap, they're doing the currency swap with the, the supposedly our allies, the Saudis. I want to thank Birch Gold for sponsoring our Saturday show, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Make sure you go and get all the information about the BRICS nations, why they're buying gold at record rates, and the U.S. Federal Reserve is working on a Federal Reserve digital currency and also printing more fiat money they can pay for these massive budget deficits. When I gave that talk, uh, there was, what, $33.5 trillion? Remember, on 28 September... Just a couple of months ago, less than two months ago, we passed $33 trillion. We're now at $33.8 trillion. $33.8 trillion. I think we're going to be at $34 trillion uh, by, uh, by Christmas or shortly thereafter. We're going to keep, obviously, a very close, uh, very close watch this. Okay, we're going to come back. We'll play the second part of the speech. Mo and I are going to break it down. Short commercial break. Make sure you get your Warpath coffee. Go to Warpath coffee, uh, warpath.coffee. Slash war, we get all the big discounts. Make sure, hey, the dark roast, that's my baby, the best ever made. Uh, the mild roast are pretty good, and we got one in the middle, as you heard yesterday from Tej. Just go check it all out. Uh, short commercial break. We're going to come back for the second part of the speech. I'll break it down all for you. On, was it Entrepreneur Saturday, Small Business Saturday? On the uh, 25th of November in the year of our Lord, 2023. Be back in a moment. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every 10000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. 
Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Look at January of 2025. We're going to be, Goldman Sachs projects, we're going to be at $41 trillion of debt. We could add $4 or $5 trillion this year because we don't have any cap on the deal we gave them. And it's not on these bonds. They can't get anybody to buy the bonds anymore. We're going to have to buy them ourselves and wait, just wait for it. Janet Yellen gave the tip the other day. She's talking to Biden about some concept she's got. They're going to mess around with the debt that we purchase to try to do something to give more capacity. And the refinancing of that, the refinancing of the 34 trillion, 35 trillion, 36 trillion, not just the $2 trillion of deficit, but the refinancing of the old debt, not at one or 2%, but at 5% or 6%, 500 basis points different, is going to eviscerate a generation that's below 40. This math is not complicated. And you have a political class in Washington, D.C. that refuses to address the problem. Now, why? Because the incentive structure is totally upside down. The more that's spent, the better. That's what we, for years, we've talked about the deficit. For years, we've talked about the spending. And it just increases. For years, we've talked about this on the board. In the month of September, we added $600 billion of debt and 260,000 invaders were invited in in the concierge service of our government, breaking every assignment rule, and another approximately 100 to 140,000 either came in or got away or came into different programs. So 350 to 400,000 in one month on an issue we've been talking about forever. On D-Day, we let in 26 combat divisions. 26 combat divisions. On D-Day, we had 150,000 men. Patton's famed army, the third army, that broke out of Normandy and swept up and actually won the war in Europe at the end. 325,000 men. Less than what came across in September. This is an evasion. Two-thirds of those are military-aged men. And the Inspector General tells us that we have no earthly idea where they are because they're not throwing any documentation. Israel, the RJC is meeting out there right now. Trump's going out there. Mike Johnson's going out there. They're in shock. They're in shock because they're seeing what's happening on college campuses all over the country. They're seeing the, 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 the issue of Hamas and the Muslim Brotherhood, the beheading of the babies. That, that's not getting traction. What's getting traction is the radical left, BLM, and TIFA, all of them. The, the social justice project for Palestine is winning the information war. 
So I want you to project downrange on the afternoon of 20 January 2025. And what are we going to do to save our country? We're going to have massive spending cuts, right? You have to have massive spending cuts, discretionary spending, to prove to the American people that you can then go in and actually have a conversation with entitlements, which do have to be kind of tweaked. But you ain't going to touch Social Security, and you are not going to touch Medicare until the American people think politicians have enough guts to address this discretionary spending. Once you do that, once you show you have the courage to do that, then come talk to me about my $1,000 a month Social Security. Right? Okay. Let's say we have the massive guts in defense, and let's say we have the massive, by the way, in the middle of the first years of the Third World War. Let's say we have massive cuts in discretionary spending, the type of cuts we need to get to a balanced budget. What do you think is going to happen in the streets of America? Tell me. Are you tough enough? Are you tough enough to withstand that? And tell me what's going to happen when we have to take, when we go to you know, Monica Crowley and Brian Kennedy, two pretty smart people, they're on our show, they're on board together. They said the 40, 50 million. I said, hey, I'll just take the under. Let me start with eight to 10. Let me start with the state of North Carolina. Let me start there. When we start mass deportations, not just the criminals, not the mentally, I mean every one. At the same time, you're having massive, massive cuts. Tell me what's going to happen, and tell me and show me who has the guts to see it through. It's very simple. If you don't see this through, you're not going to have a country. Let me repeat that. If you don't see this through, if you don't see this through, this room, you're virtually saving the Republic right now. It was your calls that got people focused. This wasn't me, it wasn't Trump. It's not Cleta. It's not Tom. It's not, it's not the people that have been the leaders and kind of organized this. This was you. This victory was your victory. And it was providential. Just like Trump's victory in 16. I was there for both of them. This was the hand of God at work. Yeah. Okay, welcome back. Um, you saw there, and I want to make sure everybody, because I believe this now more than ever since I gave the speech a couple of weeks ago, they're going to come up with gimmicks. Here's why. You've seen the chart we've had before where it's a $1.6 to $2 trillion now structural deficit between the cash we take in and, and the obligations going out. There's no political will. This is why when Speaker Johnson, and we've been all over this, we've been talking to a lot of people, obviously, over this break, which I don't believe they should have taken, given that it is a crisis and you have to act like it's a crisis. They're going to come back and Chip Roy and others are putting a lot of pressure on Speaker Johnson and others. You have to have a plan. We have to see the revelations of a plan. Because right now they're talking about on the margins of all this, and I mean really the margins. This discussion that they're talking about for the 19th where they've bifurcated this, which I kind of like the process of bifurcation, but I don't like any more continued resolutions, is the fact that they're arguing about the deal that McCarthy cut back in the spring. 
and they're saying, well, you 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 committed to and you voted for the certain spending at this level. And now they're arguing now that even on that, it's a couple of hundred billion dollars. Now, clearly, that's a start. And they touted this back when they sold you on the debt deal back in the spring. They said, oh, this is the largest cut ever. It's all happy talk because it's really cuts that come in the in the in the out years, not real cuts. It's what I hope to show right there is that this is a crisis that is upon us. It informs everything we're, 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 we have to do. You have to take action, and you have to take action now. The uh, You have a political class that is unable to address it, and why they've been kind of covered and not had – they've been kind of bubble-wrapped, so they haven't had to deal with it. And they haven't had to deal with it because they haven't had an electorate that, one, saw it impacting their life, and number two – we're informed enough on the topic, informed enough on the topic to actually have a meaningful conversation that can kind of give you some happy talk um, and, and just blow you off. Um, there was the congressman in um, one of the congressmen came back for a town hall. They had a couple of months ago and he was saying his excuse, his uh, thing was, oh, the, the, the debt ceiling deal was just like getting a, a uh, more credit on your credit card. It's easy to do. You just call the bank up and you just work it out. I mean, kind of oblivious to what the issue is here. And this is the convergence of, of three issues. And it's only gotten worse since we've talked about that. It's only gotten worse in that they never expected or anticipated the drop in uh, in tax revenue. Because they had projected that it was going to be like five trillion. It came in at four point four trillion. They missed it by six hundred billion dollars in the last fiscal year. It's going to be worse this year, I think. I think there's going to be another drop because the consumers tapped out, and you can tell the economy is slowing. So this is why it's a coming upon us and coming upon this audience, and that's why uh, Bill Blaster, I think, the free app that Grace Chung and the development team have come up with is so important to empower you to give you operating leverage. Because when they return uh, next week, this is going to be, you know, fight after fight after fight after fight. And the ones that are going to win are the ones that have the cussedness and the stick to to actually hang in there. My whole point about the three converging crises and the action that has to take to basically solve those and allow America to kind of get to the on the on the path to the sunlit uplands is that these are. Inter, these are interconnected to one another. And as you continue to spend money, you exacerbate you exacerbate the problem. If you don't defend your sovereignty and you don't defend, quite frankly, your economic sovereignty, because now we're turning that sovereignty over to the international debt markets. This is the issue. We can't sell the treasuries anymore. The Chinese are just not the CCP are not buyers. Number one, they don't want to support us overall. Number two, they don't even have the cash to buy it. The Japanese insurance companies are kind of tapped out, so they can't sell. These auctions are going terribly to sell the bonds. That means more and more, more and more that you're giving up your sovereignty. We're losing control of our sovereignty to the international debt markets and the the Wall Street oligarchs. We're giving up our own sovereignty because we've allowed this. uh, They've uh, allowed them to exacerbate initiate and exacerbate this invasion of the southern border now to 8 or 10 million people that must be deported. And in this global crisis, we're getting sucked into it without making conscious decisions on our own. This is what Trump faces in January 2025 when the the situation is going to be 10 times worse, 10 times worse. Okay, I want to thank Birch Gold for sponsoring us, birchgold.com slash Bannon. 
If you want to understand completely the debt trap and the debt crisis, it's the third installment. We have four free installments on the end of the dollar empire. Get the third installment. It gets you totally up to speed. So then couple that in the show. You can sit there and you can actually have a conversation with your congressman. And he can't he won't be able to spin you. So go to birchgold.com slash sign up today and I'll talk to a rep. Ask the question, why has gold been a hedge for mankind for 5000 years recorded history? Why, why is that? Why is that? Ask the guys at Birch Gold and grab yourself a, a, a mug of Warpath coffee. Sit down. Take a deep draft of it and think about it. Okay, short break. We're going to come back, play more of the speech, and I'll analyze it right afterwards. And look what we've allowed to happen in this country. And the only way to turn it around is to human agency, fortitude, grit, determination, the same thing that built this country. So we're going to be weighed and measured on that. And it's not going to be pretty. I want to repeat this. On the afternoon of the 20th of January, when we put the order out that we're going to do mass deportations of 8 million people, and two-thirds of those are military-age men, what you see in these college campuses today, what you see in these social justice warriors today, what you saw in the summer of 2020 is nothing. And when you cut discretionary spending that we have to do to get down to a balanced budget in a couple of years, what you saw in 2020, what you see in college campuses, what you see right now with Israel, with the Muslim Brotherhood, cutting babies out of ones, cutting their heads off, and they're on college campuses ripping down the posters, you have not seen anything yet. Because the elites in this country knowingly and willingly allow this to happen. And people for too many years were prepared to just go along with it. And that doesn't even bring up the Third World War. You had the Chinese Communist Party. Remember, the Second World War, First World War was the collapse of the, of the aristocracy, right? These corrupt aristocracy, the, the, our betters, right? That was lovely. They were terrific. They did so much for people. Some of the worst scum in the history of Earth. And the festering sore of that led us to a geopolitical nightmare on the Eurasian landmass. And our allies were the Chinese people and the Russian people. They took the casualties of the valor and, and heroism of the United States and England of our brave soldiers the greatest generation, when you add it up with their 60 million casualties in Russia and 35 million casualties in China, and we abandoned them after the war to Stalin, and we abandoned them to Mao Zedong because it worked out for our elites. They talk about NATO today, NATO this, and NATO that, and NATO this thing, except for the English, please identify anybody who suffers some resistance folks in the polls that fall with us in World War II because they weren't there. Either our enemies or they rolled over to our enemies. And yet that's everything. You gotta, you gotta defend that. <laughs> they won't defend themselves and that's $60 billion they want not to go in the United States. What would you do with $10 billion in the state of North Carolina? 
Instead of shipping it over to Ukraine and add insult to injury, it just says here, will you please give me a plan? Have the common courtesy to show me a plan so we're not a half a trillion dollars in there in the next couple of years with another Vietnam and another Iraq and another Afghanistan with another six to eight uh, thousand kids dead and another trillion dollars, two trillion dollars paid for this. What North Carolina has done is extraordinary. You mentioned you mentioned the redistricting. The redistricting gets to the beating heart of what we have to do because you guys understood probably, arguably, the second most important elected officials in this country after the President of the United States may be Supreme Court judges. You guys got it. I don't think you understand that that map. What you accomplish in North Carolina by forethought and effort may save the house. If you look at Alabama, if you look at Ohio, if you look at New York, they all could be unwound. Those three seats, maybe four seats, could be everything. And what did it take? Smart elected officials who fought down the range said, hey, we gotta be on top of this. And people who wouldn't back off. And then a grassroots effort to back them up. That, that's the solution. I'm actually optimistic. Here's what I'm optimistic. I've had the opportunity to see two providential wins. When I stepped into the Trump campaign, there um, was 10, 12, 14 points. I remember he was arguing with the, the, the Muslim family with the son who was buried in Arlington. And then we stopped that. We 12, 14 points down. He wanted to hit the best candidate. <laughs> they had a great candidate, a message, an airplane, and that was it. And Hillary Clinton has an opponent. But that mentality of Clinton, that mentality of Clinton was what the American people would imagine. They chose Trump with most parents because they liked what he said and thought he was a man of action. Okay, welcome back. Um, Trump as a man of action. Okay, this, <laughs> think about this for a second. This is why they've tried to destroy the guy. They try to destroy the guy because they understand not only is he the leader of the movement, he is a guy that took direct action when he was in the, was in the White House. Whether you, whether you like Trump or hate Trump, and, and here, because that audience in North Carolina had a not insignificant amount of rhinos there, establishment Republicans. People know Pinehurst, I think you would argue, is the St. Andrews of America. It's the... It's the really the heart of kind of American golf with all these magnificent golf courses have become a huge retirement community. There are people there that have done well in their life and tons of MAGA, but there's also a lot of establishment. And one of the things I'm trying to make in the speech is that um, whether you like Trump or not is not the point. He is a man for this time in history and he's a man of action and we're going to need action. The biggest thing he's got going for him in the 2024 election right now, I think is why the primaries are, are the spread of the primaries are, are so enormous, is that you don't have to have a theoretical. When they ask the Keeble Els these questions, you kind of get these mumbo jumbo answers, which they try to be as close to Trump's policy as possible, but then trying to insult him that he's going to be in jail, he's going to be disqualified, or I'm the better person. But it's all in theory. It's either Me Tooism and kind of in theory, he's got. He actually did it. He actually did it. Go back and think. And this is one of the reasons that the numbers for the young people are so high for Trump and so low for Biden. We don't have to have a theoretical conversation. We actually have a man of action that did it. 
versus um, versus a um, versus Biden. And you see the action there. Would you not rather have the years 17, 18 and 19 again, particularly the golden year of 19 when the economic policies came together? And you had, uh, you know, young people back then were not uh, complaining about the economy, as we said. Now they're now they're up against the wall. They're up against the wall because that's their lived experience. People don't vote on the future. They vote on the lived experience of now, the permanence of now and what they think someone's going to do to either make make the country's life better, make their own lives better and show them a path forward. Mo, two things I want to do. I want to bring you in. First off, the AmFest, uh, and I want everybody that's in the, the Phoenix area, Arizona, Southwest California, this AmFest, we're going to get together, and there's going to be action, action, action. As some people have gone before have known, and I hope in the chat room some people throw in there, we get a couple of days of live. Uh, you get the intensity of the show. You get the live audience. We always have great guests. The big thing is afterwards, I always do a meet and greet. I think in AmFest and the two that we've or the I guess it's four now, including Palm Beach and some of the specials, we sit there and try to meet every person, shake a hand, get to know you in the Warren Posse, um, but also networking. Remember, the power of the MAGA movement comes in the networking. There are many, many like-minded people of, you of all ages, and one of the powers of AmFest is that when it, AmFest is both young people under 30, a huge contingent of that, but it's also people that are middle-aged or maybe even some of us old war horses that show up. And that's the empowering thing. Mo, talk about AmFest for a second. Where do people go and, and why is it important for everybody that can attend to attend? So first you go to AmFest.com and you can use promo code WARROOM and it will give you a little bit off of the general admissions tickets. Once again, that is amfest.com promo code war room. And I've said this um, before in some speeches that I've given as well, that it takes everyone getting involved. You have to get involved at the grassroots level. And that's why Amfest is so important. It shows you how you can get involved. And like you said, networking. So you meet people not only from, in this case, the greater Phoenix area, that you can get involved with, but people throughout the country and different organizations that you can get involved with to help in that grassroots effort movement. So I, it's very important, even if you aren't in the Phoenix area, to uh, to attend because you get not only great information from the speakers, but you also get that chance to network and meet people throughout the country and other ways that you can get involved. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you, if you can attend, we, we'd love for you to attend because it's going to be it's going to be great, great networking, and it's a lot of fun. And the list of speakers is monumental. I mean, the main stage speakers are incredible for for three days. It's just absolutely incredible. Actually, four days, I think. Um, no, it's sixteen and nineteen, so it's three days, but it's incredible. And we're going to be speaking on Sunday as the keynote for the Sunday for the action oriented because we we love action. Speaking of action, I want to make sure here's we try to. And we want to thank our sponsors. So through our sponsors, we can make everything free. One of the one of the um, the uh, watchwords we've had here at the at the war, you know, initial. I didn't want anything behind a paywall. I want everybody make sure everybody can get the content and get it for free at, at touch points. That's why Real America's Voice, I don't know, has us on like thirty five uh, live streaming platforms. We're on radio, the John Fredericks Radio Network, and now some independent radio we've picked up. We've got the podcast. 
You want to make sure you go and do, you know go to Apple and download the podcast. Give us a review. It's very important. Give us a review. Tell us what you think. Uh, and download the podcast. Uh, that uh, definitely helps us in the ratings. We're always in the top of the podcast in the nation, and that's because of uh, this audience. But we've also got um, – and, and so everywhere we go, and we get getters for free. I've got so much additional information for those folks that are on Getter. They understand I'm putting up – I'm coming in hot. I'm putting up analysis or observations all throughout the night and the day, as, as the rest of the team are also. Uh, we've got the newsletter. And if you're hearing us in the podcast audio, if you're hearing us on radio, you've got to get the daily wrap-up, the newsletter, because there you get the audio. You get the maps. You get the charts. You get to see the people because we primarily pr- produce this show as a TV show and it live streams out. And you can obviously get quality podcasts. You get quality on the radio. But it adds so much. Not only you just get to see the people, but also when you get to see the charts and you get to see the uh, the maps and other things we, we put up. Bill Blaster, too. We did Bill Blaster to make sure that you had, um, you know, you're a force multiplier already because you push the content out nonstop. But it's also become a force multiplier, uh, a force multiplier in the ability to actually get in people's grills. And that's what Bill Blaster gives you. Mo, I got about a minute. Give me give me the pitch on the uh, on the newsletter and Bill Blaster, they're both totally free. Where do people go? How do people sign up? Okay, so first for the newsletter, you go to warroom.org, and at the very top of the screen, you'll see where it says sign up, and it looks like a little envelope right there. You click that, and it will take you to the page where you put in your information, and then you will be signed up for the newsletter. Once again, that is warroom.org, and the very top, it's a little envelope, and it says sign up. Click there for the newsletter. You can also go to warroom.org, and on the menu tab, it says get active. Um to go to Bill Blaster, you can also go to BillBlasterApp.org, or you can also go to Apple Store, where you can f- search Bill Blaster on the Apple Store, and you can download it that way as well. All of them, like you said, are free. It's all totally free. Blaster, yeah. Yeah. Totally Bill Blaster, free. it's one touch to contact Congress. You know, you get all the information, your yeah. representative, yeah. senators, all the information, and then... Both of them you can get through on warroom.org. Yeah. We're going to have a breakout session also at AmFest. And if the breakout session is going to be run by Grace, if that works out, we're going to try to get that online so more, even more people can see it. Okay, short break. We're going to play the wrap-up to the speech next, and I'm going to come in to talk about the conclusion of what my conclusion was next in the War Room. Years ago today... And I know I don't look it. But 44 years ago today, I left San Diego, California, under Shorter, tended to the Pacific. We had a whole, I was a navigator then, we had a whole West Packer to go through, and my second deployment, and we knew it was going to be extended. Next Saturday, that next Saturday, the 4th, we got a call. We're in the Hawaiian Hop area with the 3rd Fleet and the 7th Fleet doing a big workup. We got a call, went into Pearl Harbor. The Persians had taken the hostages. And American history was changed. Ronald Reagan came to the presidency because of that. That is the hand of divine providence. Yes, sir. Forty-four years later, folks, not only still over there, it's going to get a lot worse. I mean, when I can talk to you about the crisis in this country, in the Third World War is the third crisis, 
You know you got some things in front of you, right? The other crisis, the economic crisis we had at that time, remember that that, that, that Volcker and Reagan really came in and stopped. We don't have the flex. We're not that country anymore. We don't have that balance sheet. We had almost no debt at the time. We were a manufacturing superpower. We had a better, although fewer people went to college, we had a demonstrably better educated workforce. Right? Everything about our nation has deteriorated. It's been managed to climb our elites, and now the bottom's falling out. And that's where you come in. So the gut check has got to be you. If, if, if you in this room, a year from now, are not still with the same fight, given everything that's going to happen, I can guarantee you 100% this nation's done. It's not about Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity or Steve Bannon or Donald J. Trump. It's you. Trump is too big. You can't put it on one guy's shoulders. Look what they're trying to do to him now to destroy him. Everything. It's all the earth around him. Right? He is no doubt the armor-piercing shell that we need. But think of the second term. Think of that. Look at what they did in the first term, the story. What do you think is going to have to happen? We have to have massive budget cuts. We have to get total control of the Federal Reserve. We have to deport 8 million people, two-thirds of whom are military-aged men. And you're deporting them from midtown Manhattan to parts unknown with a, hey, thanks, sorry it didn't work out. And you're in a bigger geopolitical crisis with Israel's back to the city. The Taiwanese with the CCP all over them. That's what the future holds. And if you sign up like you've done today, and as hard as it's been, this has been the very easy part. But if you sign up like every other generation before us signed up, We'll win this. But if you flinch one bit, you, 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 not him, not her, not me, not Trump, not Tucker, not Kennedy, you name it, you, if you flinch, it's over. We'll never, where it comes to losing it, it can be saved. And you saw this last couple of days. By the way, that just didn't happen. Matt Gates sat in my place at Breitbart Embassy in July of 2022 and walked me through everything. And I disagree with him. And he was right, and I was wrong. And every step of the way, every step of the way was thought through and fought. And if you know, Cleta knows, and folks know, the viciousness behind the scenes was unbelievable. And let me be brutally frank. The Murdoch News Network is a problem, not part of the solution. Go back in January, look everything they did. Go back a year before in the Ukraine war, look at all the cheerleading, look at what happened. Oh, we're the agents of chaos. They set up process and procedures to allow leadership to succeed, but it had to be about money and appropriations. Don't talk anymore airy-fairy about limited government. 
The only way to get limited government is in those appropriations committees at 3 o'clock in the morning up on the city span fighting to take every million dollar line out of now. The only way we're going to have freedom and liberty is to do that. And they fought everybody. Well, you're the agents of chaos. This is chaotic. We've got to get on with this. This is chaotic. These are chaos. What are we doing? It's embarrassing. Then we come down and call people traitors. Just call people traitors. You know, uh, Eli Crane had a good comeback for nuking those guys and calling them a traitor. He said, I'll match up your record of fighting for this country on battlefields to my record. Then you call me a traitor. So I want to thank you guys for letting me come here to speak tonight. But more importantly, I want to thank you from this country for getting ahead of where we have to go. And remember, your grit, your determination, your focus, it's going to get harder and harder and harder and harder. And then we win, and it's going to get even harder. Because it's not just about electoral wins anymore. It's about the actions you take afterwards to actually undo the crisis we have. It's totally doable. If you sign on. And so tonight, the only thing I ask of you later is to ask, we've had two providential wins. You have to do a gut check. Why are you here in this place and time? Why are you here right now at this dinner? Why do you have access to these people? Why have you already fought these battles? You're only going to remember what happens now, a hundred years from now. Not just all the most important election in the world, it's so much deeper than that. It's who stood up and fought and said, we're not going to let you destroy this country. That's you. And if you can, in the uh, sweet hour of prayer, determine that your task and purpose will win. And if you flinch, I guarantee you we will lose. Thanks. Okay, that cut was a tad long, longer than I thought. We're going to go to a short commercial. We've got 90 seconds at the top show. We're going to come back for the second hour. I'm going to break it all down to you. I want to thank the Real America's Voice team for those. Short commercial break. Back for hour two. Mo Bannon's my wingman. We'll see you back here in the war room in just a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.